Welcome to the Police Fit Podcast, where applicants and serving officers can learn how to smash their fitness test and regain their health. With over 11 years experience in the fitness industry and 17 years service in the military and as a first responder, your host, Brad Williams, shares his experience and expertise in helping applicants get their dream job and serving members regain their health. Learn how to increase your health and fitness with actionable steps for first responders by a first responder. So please enjoy this episode of the Police Fit Podcast. G'day guys, welcome to another episode of the Police Fit Podcast. Now, um, if the audio sounds a bit weird or strange or anything like that, I'm on holidays at the moment with the family um, and we're just in a location that doesn't have um, a lot of service. So hopefully it records it all, no dramas at all. So we'll crack into it. Um, the first question this week is from Mitch. His question was weight fluctuation and why it happens. So there's a few different causes. Um, basically, your weight can fluctuate up to one to two kilos per day now, like for me, and obviously that depends on your current weight as well. Um, for me, I can have my weight fluctuate up to three, four kilos, depending on what I'm eating, what I'm drinking. Like if I'm going out to have a session and, you know, it's a full day session and I'm eating like shit foods, drinking beers, you know, my weight can fluctuate, you know, three to four kilos. Um, the next day I wake up fairly heavy. So there's a couple of causes for that. All right. The main one being food and water intake so with your food think about um you know sodium and carb they cause water retention so pizza is a big one um for myself so i have a pizza like a pepperoni pizza with olives and anchovies now obviously with anchovies and all that there's a lot of sodium in there um so i'll retain a lot of water if i have that pizza i'll retain a lot of water um and this is mostly you know when clients um, in our program, we weigh ourselves weekly. Um, when they report to me, you know, I'm, I'm up a kilo or two from last week. I'm going, okay, well, if you weighed yourself Saturday morning, okay, well, what'd you eat last Friday? Oh, I had like a chicken and salad for dinner. Okay, what did you eat last night? Oh, I had a pizza. Okay, there it is. That's a water retention from the night before. Okay, so that's that's basically the first example and the main reason why, why your weight will fluctuate is food and water intake being that carb and that sodium. Um, think about, you know, when you eat something, okay, and the, the best way to think about how much um, sodium might be in something and why you, why you might be retaining water or be heavier the next morning. Have you ever had food, and pizza's one for me, and you just can't feel like you can get rehydrated regardless of how much water you're drinking? Like you're just smashing in water, smashing in water. Um, Chinese for me is another one. Um, yeah, I just, I just feel so fucking parched the whole time. Um, and I'm just smashing water, smashing water and I just can't feel like I'm rehydrating. Okay. That, that's a good indication of me that there's a lot of sodium and all carbs in the food and I'm going to retain a lot of water and be a lot heavier the next day. Um, something else to think about is all food and drink has a weight. Okay. So whatever you're drinking and whatever you're eating, it has a weight to it. Okay. Some of it will pass through your body quicker. Than other things will okay so therefore if you have something that um you know passes through your body fairly quick on the friday night okay you wake up saturday morning a bit lighter as opposed to saying that you know hangs around your body and you're waking up saturday morning a little bit heavier um another one too is exercise obviously if you're exercising okay you're gonna burn more calories but it's a 
it's a catch 22 because you might also be drinking more water as well so therefore you're going to be a bit heavier you know you know if you're training during the winter you might not be sweating as much whereas if you're training during the summer you're going to be sweating more so that water extra water intake might sweat out plus then some more okay so that can be another one um medication's a big one medication can make you retain water um for the ladies uh menstrual cycle now obviously i'm not a, a subject matter expert on this one but just from um you know years of having the business and training females i see it you know um, during their menstrual cycle their weight can fluctuate a lot um and that all can also be through uh food craving as well maybe they're eating things that they normally you know wouldn't eat that's making them retain water um and the other one too is alcohol um the reason for this is um it can take longer takes longer to process through your body than what water does okay so just a few things there to think about um you know there's just so many factors um as to why you your body weight you know might be a bit more or might fluctuate a fair bit the, the main one being water okay you know it, it's quite easy for your body to retain water um yeah food is a second secondary but you know like you you understand food's an easy one to pick up because you know like you go to bed and if you generally you would wake up hungry and if you wake up the next day and don't even want to look at food like there's a fucking fairly good chance you ate too much the night before okay so therefore your weight's going to be a bit heavier the next day but you know you can pick that up and you go okay yeah i had heaps of food last night um one of the sneaky ones is that water retention okay through that sodium and that carbohydrate intake that's kind of the ones where you, you wake up in the morning you're like oh oh the scales is reading so high today and it, it kind of you know you you might not identify it as much because you're like oh hang on you, you know you got to relate it back to you know what do you what's your measurement against is it the week before is it the month before you know what did you eat leading up to your last weigh-in what do you train um you know we and i'll talk about this at the end but we we weigh ourselves quite regularly once a week and i'll, I'll explain that um at the end but basically there's a, there's a lot of different factors now if your weight is fluctuating and you know if you're trying to lose weight okay and it's going up one kilo going down two kilos going up one kilo going down two kilos going up going down as long as it's trending down okay that's what you want to see and vice versa if you're trying to put on weight okay you know it might be heavy one week lighter next week but over over time you want to see it trending up and that's why we get our clients to weigh themselves weekly okay i'm not worried about the week to week you know what their weight is what they're losing what they're putting on okay it gives us a great idea you know long term you know what 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 what's their weight doing is it you know tracking up or is it tracking down now i've had a client with me for a few years now and he was over 185 kilos um and he lost a lot of weight before he started with me and he got down to 135 or 138 when he started with me and he's currently floating he got down to like 96 and he's floating around about 100 at the moment now for him because we've tracked his weight for so long on his weight loss journey you would see it it would go he'd weight loss for three weeks in a row fourth week he'd put on weight every time and then the fifth week he'd lose weight again fifth sixth seventh he'd lose weight week eight he put on weight again and for whatever reason that's just how it worked for him um and we could track that over a year and, and we'd understand okay yep next week you're weighing you know your weight's going to be a bit higher because that's just for whatever reason that's what it's doing okay but we had that knowledge and understanding because we tracked it consistently every week for over a year um so this brings me on to the next point okay when should i weigh myself okay so people are going to tell you daily weekly monthly don't weigh yourself fucking 
they're going to tell you a heap of different stuff, right? Okay, the best time or how often should you weigh yourself? The best answer is whatever you feel comfortable doing, okay? Because I've had clients go through my program and they're like, hey, I, I don't want to weigh myself because, you know, if I see the weight go up, it really impacts me negatively. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Don't weigh yourself at all. Okay. If you're one of these people that get fixated on the numbers, like I love the numbers. Okay. I think they're a great indication and a great way to track, but that's just me. I love numbers. But you know, if you're one of these people that if your weight goes up one week, it's going to have such a negative impact on you mentally. Don't weigh yourself. Okay. You don't need to weigh yourself. Don't own a set of scales. Fucking throw them out. Okay. You don't have to weigh yourself. All right. If you're doing now, if you're doing a challenge and it says you have to weigh yourself, but it, you know, on the flip side, it's negatively affecting your mentality that much, you know, fucking don't weigh yourself. Just because someone tells you you have to, it doesn't mean you have to, okay? Um, you know, what what I recommend and what we do with our clients is weekly, but you try and make sure it's like within a day either side. So basically, we've got down Saturday morning, but I tell clients like Friday morning is fine, Sunday morning is fine. Um, you know, for example, if you know you're going to have a big weekend, right, weigh yourself Friday morning because that's going to be your most accurate weight rather than, you know, you're going out Friday night for a few beers at the pub with mates, you know, going out Saturday night to, I was about to say disco then, <laughs> like, I'm not that old, that's something my mum would say, um, you know, going to go to a nightclub or whatever, um, you know, weigh yourself on the Friday morning because that's going to be your your most accurate weight for that week. Okay, don't then weigh yourself, you know, Saturday morning, Sunday morning when you're hungover, probably fucking slip through Mackie D's on the way home. Okay, now your weight's up two kilos. It's not, not going to be a true representation of what your current weight is. Okay, so we do it weekly just because it helps us, us as coaches, helps the clients, helps keep us on track. Okay, another thing you can do is, you know, monthly, fortnightly. You know, another one, if you're really fixated on numbers and you love numbers like I do, what you can do as well is weigh yourself every day and just record your morning weight. And then at the end of the week, add them all together, divided by seven. Okay. And that's going to be your average weight for that week. Now, if that's, that's the most um, accurate way to do it. Um, but you know, people don't want to weigh themselves daily and I don't expect people to, um, but that's just something you can do. If you, if you really love numbers and like, um, like doing maths, okay. Like I do uh, weigh yourself every day um, for a week. And then end of the week, divide it by seven and just have your, you know, week starting whatever, your average weight is this. And then week starting whatever, average weight's this. And that's one way you can track it. Um, so something else we do as a part of our program is we do a weekly check-in pictures. Um, so there's just other ways you can track your progress and not just focusing on the scales. Um, so we do our weekly pictures. Now, this is for us as coaches. So we can just keep an eye on, on the progress Sorry, I was just sitting on my foot. Now my foot's gone numb. Um, so what we do is we do this weekly so that we can look at the progress. But also, you see yourself every day. And we are super fucking critical of ourselves. Like super critical. Um, you know, and even myself as a coach, you know, I'm fairly happy and confident with my body. But even then, I look in the mirror and I'm like, I fucking hate that about me. I hate that about me. It's just a natural, it's a natural reaction to always pick the worst parts or the parts you want to focus on. Um, like me, when I put on weight, it straight away goes to my face and I get like a double chin. Yeah, and I hate that. And that's something I always focus on. Um, so we just always focus on negatives. So if you can take a picture every week, right, 
because we see ourselves every day. We don't see the progress and the change we go through. Okay, you can look at those pictures, you know, in 12 weeks time, 24 weeks time, and look at the first one to last one and be like, holy fuck, that's a massive difference. And even better yet, get someone else to look at it because I know for me as a coach, you know, I'll look at it and like face is the first one I see, um, face, hips, you know, thighs, and I can report back to the client and put photo one next to photo um, 12 weeks, 24 weeks. Go, hey, look at the changes here, here, here. Look at the definition in your shoulders. And a lot of the time, clients don't see that because they're only focusing on the on the parts they don't like about their body, okay, and they're only focusing on the negative. So it's a, it's a great example to have those photos with you, okay, so you can compare, you know, week one to 24, week 12 or whatever and look at it and go, holy shit, yeah, that's a massive difference. You know, you get someone else to look at it, you know, and they can look at it and be like, holy shit, that's a massive difference. And now, you know, the best person to look at it is your coach because they should be honest with you, all right? They should be able to tell you now. If a client hasn't, if a client hasn't gone through, you know, a, a change that I can see and I can show them, I'm not going to put week one and week twelve photo next to each other and bullshit them and say, oh, look at the difference here and here, you know, because there might not be any difference, but they're feeling, you know, ten times better, and that's perfect. That's what we want, you know. It, this program, you know, it's it's about it's a performance based program, and, and you know, your body composition and your body changes through training for performance. Okay, and that's great, and you know, we always want to look and feel better. Yeah, but it's not the the way you look isn't isn't the end of the game. Okay, you know you just want to feel feel good about yourself, and, and if that's you know looking good, having a six pack, that's fine. Okay, but don't get fixated on the photos either. Okay, it's just something to look at and something to be able to compare. Um, so I got a little bit sidetracked there. Sorry. Um, the other thing is clothes. Okay, clothes are a great indicator. Um, you know you you'll have sets of clothes that you've had for ages. Um, jeans, etc., stuff that doesn't shrink. Okay. And, um, you know, you'll be able to put them on. You go, Fuck, this is feeling a bit loose around my waist or you know, for the guys who want to get bigger arms, you know, feeling a bit tight around your arms. You know, clothes are always the best indicator. Belts, belts are the perfect ones. You know, your equipment belts at work, you know, just your going out belt. You know, you'll notice the notches, you're starting to tighten them up, tighten them up. You know, maybe the scales aren't changing because you're putting on mass as well. You're putting on muscle. Okay. But you can notice a difference in that, in that, in that belt. And you're like, holy shit, no, I'm losing weight around my waist. You know, you're not, you're losing fat. You're not losing weight because the scars are staying the same because you, you know, you're not changing fat to muscle because it's fucking impossible. Okay, what you are doing is you're losing fat and you're putting muscle on, so your weight isn't changing. Okay, but your body composition is, um, which is great. And the other thing is too is measurements. Um, we do them every four weeks, um, and that's just, you know, we don't do them weekly because, you know, they're a bit of a pain in the ass to do. Every four weeks is fine. Um, and it's just another way to track it. So we can see, okay, look, your weight's not changing. You know, if your weight's not changing and we're not doing pictures, we're not asking you about your clothes, we're not doing measurements, then how do we know anything is changing, okay? But if your weight's not changing, we can look at your photos and be like, fuck, look at the difference, you know? If we can, you know, your clothes, how are your clothes fitting? Oh, you know, they're feeling pretty loose. How are your measurements? Oh, your measurements are going down where you want it to or, or going up where you want it to, okay? So if you can track those different aspects, you know, your weight, pick, clothes, how you're feeling, measurements, okay? They're going to give you a great idea of what's going on, okay? Don't just track one thing, all right? Try and track a few things. Same as when you run, okay? You're tracking, you know, how far you've run, how long you've run for, your average heart rate, your average minutes per kilometer because those by themselves aren't going to give you a good indication of how you're going, okay? But all four together compared to each other is going to give you a good indication of how you're going, all right? Same as, you know, same as with the weight, okay? Don't just track your weight because 
maybe you're losing heaps of weight, but you know, maybe you're losing muscle mass and putting on fat, or maybe you're just losing weight and actually getting fitter or being able to perform better. You know, so you got to track all those things, especially how you're feeling. That's going to be the best indicator. So I hope that covers all that. Um, you know, if you've got any questions on that, um, just hit me up. I've got another podcast where I really dive into the four things that we track, okay, and why we track them and, you know, the benefits and disadvantages of each one. So if you're interested in that, just shoot me a message and um, ask me about that one. Um, so the next one's from Amy, Amy Lynn. All right. What is the difference between normal normal soreness and overtraining? So basically, yeah, everyone's a little bit different, right? But normal soreness, you know, that that DOMS, that delayed onset muscle soreness. And I've done other podcasts on DOMS themselves. So delayed onset muscle soreness. You know, what are they? Why are they caused? How we can reduce them? Um, if you if you want that podcast, just shoot me a message. Um, so basically, one to two days tightness or soreness is pretty normal for a decent training session. Um, overtraining, you're looking at like over that two day mark. Like if you're still sore, okay, then you're either overtraining or under recovering. Um, I've done another podcast on that as well, overtraining and under recovering. So if you want that one, shoot me a message. Um, I've done heaps of podcasts. Um, so. Two plus days of soreness, okay, you're probably overtraining. Um, you know, the issue with this is, is you're not going to be able to train consistently. And if you are training consistently and overtrain and overtraining, then you're not going to be able to recover. You're not giving yourself enough time to recover. Um, and what that's going to lead to is fatigue and then injury, okay, which we always want to stay away from. Um, you know, one session's okay. So if you're getting back into it, especially if you've lifted before, Ego is going to be your biggest killer and you're just going to fucking want to smash it. You're going to want to lift pretty much what you were before and you may be able to, um, probably not for a sustained period, um, but you are going to be really sore. So me, for example, being away on holidays, um, I'm doing a lot of resistance band work, a lot of body weight work. Um, and I know as soon as I get back to my home gym, I'm going to get so excited to see the weights. I'm going to rip out a fucking massive session. And I know better, you know, but I just can't help myself. That ego lifting will get into it. You know, and, and I'll be sore for, you know, three, four, maybe five days after that because I know I'm going to get back and get after it, all right? But that's okay for one session, okay? But if you're doing that session after session, you know, what's going to happen is you're going to get sick, you're going to get run down, you know, and then you're not going to be able to train. So there goes your consistency and there goes your results. Um, one one thing I, I've been doing for coming up on four years now is um, I track all of my sessions, okay? Now, I don't track exactly what i've done i've just tracked whether i've trained that day or not now i suggest everyone does this because what it does it shows you actually how consistent you are like i i took this question out of my um out of my application form because i i used to, everyone 99 of trainers have got this got this um question in the application form and it says how often do you train and everyone says six days a week i fucking guarantee you if you actually record how often you train, you know, you'll struggle to train 312 sessions in a year. Okay. That's six, six times a week. Okay. So track it. Um, and what this does also is it gives you a, a way of tracking what's going on with your training. Yeah. And what's affecting it. So I know, you know, after tracking for like four years, and this is the same as the weight stuff as well. Like you track consistently and you'll see what's changing and why it's changing. And I know, like, it, I don't drink very often, but, you know, if I 
catch up with my brother who lives in another state. If I catch up with him, we see each other for four days. I know we're going to be drinking piss solid for four days. So I know if I come back after that and try and train, I get sick straight away and then I can't train for a week, maybe two weeks. And I only know that through tracking, okay? I know if I have a few big sessions on the piss, I need to spend a couple of days recovering, make sure I'm fully recovered before I start training again because then I overtrain for my recovery that I've done over that weekend, which is fucking negative 10, right? So I know I get sick and then I know I can't train. And I know this because I track every single session so I can see, all right, training, 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 not training for a week. Okay, what happened? What happened that weekend before? I couldn't train for that week or two weeks. Oh, I had a big weekend on the piss or, you know, I was getting sick because I was overtraining. You know, I can see that because I'm tracking on a calendar. Okay, training, training, consistent, consistent, not consistent, week not training, two weeks not training. Okay, what happened that week leading up to it? Okay, maybe it's just a fact of overtraining. Okay, how was I feeling on the Thursday? You know, say I stopped training from the Monday on for two weeks because I got really sick. Okay, rewind back one week, two weeks. Okay, what was my training like? I can see, okay, the Monday, two weeks before I trained, the Tuesday I did double session, the Wednesday I did double session, the Thursday I trained, the Friday I trained, the Saturday I trained, the Sunday I did double session. So I can see my training leading up to it. Okay, okay, I'm overtraining, overtraining. I'm getting to a point there where I'm hitting double session, double session, double session. And then I know, okay, I remember that session. I, I didn't hit it quite that hard because you know, I was starting to feel a bit, you know, not 100%. And I can see, okay, I'm starting to get fatigued there. I'm still training. What am I doing? I'm still training. And then suddenly I'm sick and I'm, I've got two weeks out of the game because I've overtrained. Now, that was me two years ago. Now, because I've been tracking it for so long, I can see, okay, double session, double session, double session. Oh, I'm still feeling pretty good. But hey, I've trained six times in the last three days. I know I need to have a rest day. Even if my body is feeling okay, even if my mindset is like, nah, feeling good, I'm still going to get after it. I know, you know, six sessions, over three days that fourth day i need to have a fucking rest because i know even though my body's telling me okay you're okay to train you're okay okay i'm not okay to train because i know because i've been tracking it for four years i know if I, if I hit those double session double session double session into another session into another double session and into another session you know i'm gonna overtrain. i'm gonna get sick you know maybe not that week maybe the following week maybe the week after so i need to manage that you know manage my expectations of myself and my training and have a look at it and go, oh, okay, yep. You know, I had a few drinks that weekend. And maybe the Monday, Tuesday, I just do a light walk, a light jog. And then Wednesday, I'm fully recovered. Then I get after it Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Really get after it. Have a rest day Sunday. So you just need to manage your training around that. And, you know, you need to track it. So you think about overtraining, right? Yeah, and we're talking about the soreness here. But, you know, you can you can overtrain on the month. You can, you can do a session on the Monday. I do the exact same session the following Monday, right? But the following the session the following Monday can be overtraining because say that first Monday, that weekend you did nothing. You just recovered, did a few walks, did some stretches, ate well, hit your session on the Monday. You know, you didn't overtrain. You felt good. Okay, next weekend, you've gone out for a bit that weekend. Sleep wasn't great. Hit the exact same session on that Monday and now suddenly you're overtraining because your recovery is not there. So think about overtraining, okay? The podcast, the other one is called um, You Can't Overtrain, You Can Only Under Recover, right? And it was something um, one of my jiu-jitsu coaches said, and it really got me thinking about it, and I did a podcast on it, okay? So think about that. Don't think just about your overtraining, okay? Why, why am I so sore? Is it because I did a big session? Yes, okay? But 
leading into it or how was I eating? How was I eating after my session? You know, what were my sessions leading up to that session? So start to think outside the box a bit. Think about, you know, your sleep, your nutrition, your recovery. Don't just get so fixated on that one session. You know, going, oh, fuck, I'm really sore from that. I think I've overtrained. You know, what I do when I'm really sore from something, I don't think about that I've overtrained. I think about I've under-recovered. Okay, so what have I done leading into it? What did I do after the session immediately? What did I eat? What did I eat that night? What did I eat the next day? What recovery did I do? Okay, I don't think that I've overtrained. I always flip it back the other way and think that I've under-recovered. Okay, can you overtrain? Of course you can. But for 99.9% of the people, okay, you're under-recovering. So that's what I want you to focus on. Okay, don't focus on overtraining, right? Focus on under-recovering. Okay, what are you doing with your recovery? What do you need to do better? Okay, so... I hope that helps out there. If you've got any questions, um, just shout out. I hope you liked my new intro. Okay, got it professionally done. No big deal. Um, As always, if you've got any questions, hit me up. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Police Fit Podcast. Now, I'm going to ask you to do what everyone else asks you to do as well. Can you please subscribe, like, and share the podcast? The more people we can get it in front of, the more people we can help. Now, on that too, if you've got any questions at all, please shoot me a message on Facebook. I'll cover it off in the podcast. I'll give you the most amount of information that I can. And please, if you need help with your fitness, training, mindset, anything, please reach out and ask me. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you out. You just need to ask. Thanks, guys.